The Motley Fool has been helping investors become smarter, happier, and richer for over 25 years. In fact, their flagship service, Motley Fool Stock Advisor, has beaten the market by almost five times. And of the 24 stocks recommended by Stock Advisor in 2020, 22 of them had positive returns. Wondering where to invest $1,000 right now? Visit fool.com slash P-O-M to learn more. That's fool.com slash P-O-M. You are listening to the Purpose of Money podcast, a podcast where we talk about ways to build wealth and create more freedom in your life today. I am your host, Aquania Escarnet. Hey guys, welcome back to the Purpose of Money podcast. Today I'm super excited. We have real estate realtor Claudianne Hibbert Smith on the show today. She literally transformed the paradigm for what is the premise of a teenage mother and what she could ever accomplish or be. Claudianne became pregnant at the age of 14, and unlike some who saw doom in her future, as a result of her pregnancy, failure was not an option for her. Today, Claudianne is a multi-million dollar real estate producer. At age 21, she became a licensed real estate agent. At the same time, she decided to start a real estate investing company, which has grown to assets exceeding millions of dollars. She started a company called the Hibbard University and Real Estate Holdings. Her goal was to change the narrative of the African-American family, further narrowing the wealth gap. Claudianne remembers when she entered the real estate space 20 years ago, it was to do a $30 million deal in real estate sales, furthering the mission of creating 1,000 homeowners. Claudianne, thank you so much for being on the show today. Welcome to my podcast. Thank you for having me. Of course. I'm super excited because I really want to share your story and how you were able to overcome any obstacle and be a great mom while building a business at the same time. A lot of my listeners are moms just like you, and they're also pursuing side hustles or full-time entrepreneurship. So I really hope that the story you share today can really inspire them to know that anything is possible with the right tools and motivation. So can you share a little bit more about your experience becoming a teenage mom and how you were able to stay on track to graduate and raise your son and start a business? Well, let me tell you, at the age of 14, I was I was an A, B student, mostly A's. I'd trickle in with a B here and there every now and then. And, you know, I remember my conduct grades were like D's and F's, right? I was terrible as a child. And let me just say what it was, right? And I remember my mentor at the time, which happened to be my math grade, seventh grade teacher, um, who's now my best friend today, might I add. I remember her, you know, taking me in and and telling me, I just had to tell you like it is, you know, she promised me a vehicle when I graduated from high school. And so it was at that moment that I just, you know what, I'm going to start hanging with the good crowd and not the bad crowd. I'm going to start, start, stop skipping school and stay in school. So long story short, like you said, I had a son at 14, you know, and I don't know, some people are moved differently, but I'm definitely moved by what you tell me I can't do. And so, you know, people would say, oh, she's going to have four or five kids by the time she gets to 11th grade, it was in the ninth grade. And I said, that's not true. You you know, I like that. I, I like that you think that, 
but that's not what's that's not that that's not gonna happen. They said I wouldn't graduate. I would be in jail somewhere. And the truth is, if I would have stayed on that path, I might have been in jail, right? But so much for speaking positive affirmations over me. You, you know, I kind of just took hands in my own matters. And I said, you know, I have to prove these people wrong. I have to prove these people wrong. And I had an incentive. I had a car at the end of the night, right? And so I ended up literally just like that saying, you know what? I want to do something different. I remember getting put out of my, I went to three high schools. And I got put out of the second high school. I got put out of the second high school. And so, you, you know, when I look at that time period, I had to go back to what was called my homeschool, which I'm very, very excited that I was able to do Miami Carroll City Senior High. I graduated as the VP of my class, I might say, vice president, girl with the most school spirit. I was in the 1000 SAT club. We scored a thousand or above in math and, you know, reading or reading on the SATs. And, and, and I just took off. Right. I ended up at the University of Florida. Go Gators. One of the top I, close to Ivy League colleges and universities. And then I graduated at the top of my class there. And so, you know what? All I can tell you is this. You know, I was moved by people telling me what I wasn't going to do, that I couldn't do. And they had literally deemed me life dead, pretty much, you know? And so I'm I'm actually happy for them. They see me today and they say that they're proud. And so it makes me proud that I was able to accomplish some things in life. I love that story. And I have to be honest, this is a Gator household too. My husband went to the University of Florida And we are constantly rooting for the Gators. So that's pretty dope. And I love how you are motivated to prove people wrong. I think sometimes we don't like to admit that that's our motivation to do the right thing and to stay on the right path. But I say whatever works. And so if that worked for you, kudos to you and kudos to them too. Haters will always push me too. So I want to ask though, like why real estate? I mean, of course you could have studied anything in college. You could have pursued any career. But what was it about real estate that attracted you to use that as a vehicle to really build wealth and to establish yourself? It's funny that you asked me that because I told you where I was a little while ago and I'm in the subdivision of why I became a real estate professional. So I told you my school teacher in the seventh grade and her name is Tina Howell. She brought the first wing stop to Miami, Florida. Um, she came back from Dallas back home to Miami and she ended up buying a house in this very same community. And I remember tagging along, you know, I I was young at the time. I was tagging along, didn't really know anything about real estate. Um, But I remember walking into uh, the, the sales office and I remember her picking a house and picking the furnishings and the realtor was sitting there in the cool AC. It looked very easy. She took us to the site And it just looked very easy. And I remember when she closed, I remember seeing the commissions on what was called the HUD at the time. I remember seeing the commissions and it was something upwards of 40,000. I said, well, wait a minute, I'm in the wrong business. I walked into here. She showed us some lots. She didn't do much in my opinion. You know, I'm in the wrong business. And I tell you, money was a driving force for me. And I say that with great confidence because I didn't know that this would be my passion. I I knew I wanted to help a lot of people. I knew I wanted to make a lot of money. Those were my goals as a teen. That was my goal, you know, growing up in high school. All I wanted to do is make a lot of money such that 
I went to college to be a teacher. But when I realized I was not going to become a professor, because as you can probably imagine, there were not many professors that looked like me at the University of Florida. And I quickly said, I'm not I'm not going to get a PhD. You can forget it. I, I barely wanted to come. So I'm here. But I knew that that wasn't going to be long term for me. And then I had a son that I needed to take care of. So I could not be in school forever. And so I remember changing my major. I changed my major from becoming a teacher to another profession because I remember seeing the pay grade for a school teacher. And I love school teachers. I, I, I love them to death. But I knew that I was not going to make a lot of money becoming a school teacher. I could have helped a lot of people, but I was not going to have a lot of money. And so I changed my career very quickly. And so I ended up working. I graduated. I worked at an insurance company. And I, I was tired of them telling me what to do, how to do it, what to wear. Claudine, you have to wear clothes and shoes and stockings and, 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 you know, and a jacket. It was hot in South Florida. I didn't want to do it. And so I remember seeing the money that was made on that transaction. And I tell you, I wouldn't do this today at 41, but I quit my job. I didn't give them any notice. I did not even do research on how to become an agent. Okay. I just quit and then went and figured it out. Thank God it only took me a week to get my salesperson's license and the rest is history. And so money was a driving force for me for becoming a real estate professional. And I want to elaborate a little bit. Um, and I'm very comfortable with saying that money was the driving force for me because it fit my goals. I don't know what everybody else's goals were. I wanted to make a lot of money. But I quickly realized maybe year two in real estate, I started to invest at 21. So I got my license at 21 and I started to become an investor at 21. Right. And I don't know if subconsciously it was there. I really didn't know any much, much about investing. You know, I remember re reading books and Rich Dad, Poor Dad when I was in college, but I didn't really transfer it over to that moment, right? So, so I'm going to say subconsciously it was there. And I remember, I remember um, buying my first piece of property at age 21. I didn't buy my house. I bought a duplex that I could make some income off of. And so I started to call my friends because this looked like this made sense. You know, this looked like, at the age of 35, I could retire and not have to do sales. I could literally be making money in my sleep if I just follow the course of my plan, which was to buy one property a year. Now, times went on. I made a lot of lots of money and I bought multiple properties in a year. But that was the goal to buy one property per year. And let me tell you, I quickly realized that my peers knew nothing about real estate. Nobody wanted to come and buy properties. I couldn't figure it out. And so very quickly, I started to lobby for home ownership and for investors that look like me. I wanted to change that narrative. There were two things I wanted to do. I wanted to change the narrative of what investors look like. And I wanted to change the narrative of what a salesperson, a real estate professional looked like. Because when I entered the market, it was white, male dominated. And I didn't know any better. I just said, okay, cool. Here's this black little girl that's going to take over the world, right? And I just I just was fearless. I was fearless and just kind of ignorance on fire. I love your passion. And I think it's something that we need to all be doing. We need, we need more people of color in so many fields. It's really helpful that you made that a high priority for yourself and you are setting an example for others to follow. And I kind of want to now talk about, if you want to, your personal portfolio. You know, you mentioned the possibility of being able to retire 
at 35. Are you still pursuing real estate investing and serving as a realtor because of the passion that you have for it? Or are you at a work optional point in your life? If well, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, we have an all boys school from K to 12. That's just growing like phenomenally. Um, I, I'm going to say this. I'm at 41. And when it was, when I was 35, I was on my way out and my company asked me to stay. It kind of sort of begged me to stay. That's okay. I got to do something different. So I created the Hibber group and I have now 21 realtors that I work with who work with me very closely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd like to say that it's optional, but I love it. I love what I do. There's a space for us here. And I feel like if I'm not here, then who's the voice for us? Who's the voice for, you know, the listing agent? Who's the voice for the buyer's agent? And, and so while it is optional, it is a it has become a passion of mine. And to teach people how to invest, teach people how to create the life that they really, really like desire to have. You know, I, I need to leave a legacy here. I, I'm on child number two now. I have my son at 14 and I have one at 41. The numbers have flipped. They both with the number five. And there's something special about that number. And I, I believe I was called to leave a legacy here on earth. Well, Claudia, what's that legacy? To know that even though I had some challenges in my childhood, um, I just played the deck of, with the deck of cards I was dealt. Um, if I could do it, you could do it. Absolutely. And I love that. I love numbers too. And I love how God has ordained it to be that way. It's so interesting that you had one at 14 and one at 41. How does it feel to be a mom of another child at another phase of your life? You know what? I have to tell you, it's a lot much easier now than it was then. And I have resources. You know, I have a living nanny. I have a husband, you know, that is super dad, you know, he's, I call him super dad. He is literally the dad that I never had. So I'm always admiring him. Like in the middle of the morning, he's waking up with the bottles and the changing of the pampers. Sometimes I have to step in and say, rest, you, you know, I, you know, I can, I'm here to help too, but it's just been amazing. My resources are different. Um, my time is different. You know, another reason why, well, one of the reasons why I never had more children is because I remember my son that's 26 always saying, Ma, you have no time. You're always on the phone. You're always on the go. And he didn't understand at the time he understands now, but I just never wanted to go through that again. That was traumatizing, you know, to know that I was a single mom trying to hustle and get it. Never, you know, going to work early, coming home late, sometimes not going to sleep. And it was a challenge for me emotionally. And so I said, I just didn't want to put my next child through that. And now I find myself, you know, taking more time, being more loving, more caring. You know, it's different. You have resources. So I want to know what's next for you. Do you have another large goal that you are hoping to accomplish or a plan for either the Academy or yourself? Well, so now I... I'm going to share this with you. Um, I love Ellen, the Ellen show. I love Ellen. I love her heart. I love her spirit. You you know, I mentioned to you that I always wanted to be a teacher and I'm finding myself uh, in these times being just that teaching just at a different capacity. Maya, we own an entire school. Forget teaching the students. We own the whole school. And so, you know, I'm learning now that the calling was to teach. So I'm showing other realtors how I started 
what not to do so that they can collapse the 20 years it took me, well, probably 10 years it took me into a couple of years, right? Because I didn't have the education. I didn't have the teachers. I had to pay thousands of dollars to see the Tony Robbins, the Brian Buffinis, the Mike Ferries, the Tom Ferries. And it wasn't cheap. Everybody doesn't have that type of money. And, and some people don't even want to sacrifice. Some days I didn't have the money, but I knew that if I sacrifice, the law of, of the universe says, the law of reciprocity says, I am going to receive something back of greatness. And I truly believe that. And so there were a lot of risks that I took, but I realized a lot of people aren't risk takers. A lot of people, you, you know, aren't willing to lose, right? I, I go in willing to win, but I'm okay with losing because I know when I lose, it's going to take me to the next uh, journey that I'm in. And so uh, one thing, get back to the question. The one thing I always wanted to do is be the, uh, the, the Ellen of real estate. I, I want to be that person that gives away the $40,000 down payment and closing costs for your new built home. I want to be the person that says, this is your groundbreaking land, you, you know, and we're partnering with banks. And, and, and Home Depots and Lowe's and, and different companies so that we can, you know, further the mission. You know, my parents weren't rich. Um, we weren't poor, but we were not rich. We were probably somewhere right below middle class. Um, I, and I'm not going to say that I had hard beginnings. You, you know, I traveled. My mom took me places. You know, she worked every day. She worked like the average person. And we had some experiences. Um, but I definitely know that there are some people that sometimes cannot get out of their own way. Not everybody's going to wake up like Claudia and say, hey, today is a new day and I don't need anybody to motivate me. I'm going to get up and get it done. And, and so I realize not everybody's in that space. So definitely I want to start my own TV show, which I'm starting. I'm, I'm developing now um, and, and definitely be that Ellen of real estate. I love that. Oh my gosh, that is so dope. Love it, love it, love it. So I definitely want to support that once you're out there promoting whatever I can do. I will include as much information about you for my listeners in the show notes so they can follow your journey as well. So the purpose of money is the name of the podcast. And so I ask all my guests, what's the purpose? What's their purpose for money? I feel like you've kind of answered it, but if there's anything else you want to add, as to why you're grinding so hard, feel free. Um, you know, I'm not that person that says that money is not important. In fact, if you're listening to me on a daily basis, you're going to always know that money is important. Money affords us to buy things. Money awards us the ability to go and get therapists when the insurance company doesn't cover it. Money uh, allows us the opportunity to help the homeless, to feed the homeless and not have to rely on sponsorship that may or may not come through. And so I'm never going to be the person that says money does not matter. Your passion matters. No money matters. <laughs> money does matter. Um, and, and so for me, you know, my dream and goals were not to get married, not to have a huge house, even though I have a nice house now, but that was not really my goals and dreams. My goals and dreams was to make a lot of money to help a lot of people. I remember when I was 15 and I was working at Albertsons in the, in the bakery, um, they would throw away the bread at night. And then the meat department would throw away the, 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 the turkeys and the ham. And I would say, this is a shame. We should be doing something with this. And I would sit back and I would make sandwiches and take them along my journey home to the homeless people on the street under the bus, bus stops. And I just, that was the moment for me that said that I wanted to make a lot of money. And so for me, it's legacy. 
You know, if I'm not here tomorrow, I don't want my family to have to live a different type of way because I'm not physically here. So it is legacy for me. It's so that my children's children, children can have a start. I didn't have my, my parents couldn't give me that. No, we were not poor, uh, but we were not has that heavy. Either. My mom did own her house. Um, she did own a car. Um, she did have a bank account. But that was that was the extent of that. You know, we had a roof over our heads. But I want to be able to leave my family with something and not just leave them with something, but give them a start. Do you know, you know how much different it is when you leave college and, you know, the people that don't look like us have cars ready. They have houses ready. Their parents have saved up and have insurance policies ready for them. And now they're getting married. Now they're you know paying for weddings and not only just paying for the wedding, they're not moving into an apartment. They're moving into the house that their parents bought. And so. That's the type of things that I wanted to do for my family. And I knew that at an early age. I love that because I am a life insurance producer and I try to explain this when I'm working with clients on their wealth strategy, that there's so many things they can do for their children while they're young. And those are simple things that, you know, children are young and healthy. They're a lot easier to insure, but then you can also be saving and building wealth for them so they have opportunity. And I really, really want more people of color to be able to graduate debt-free, to be able to buy a home, to be able to invest in businesses, right? That is the advantage that would really allow us to level up our finances, to close the wealth gap, and to give ourselves a better playing field. I don't know if it'll ever be equal because there are so many things that go into the playing field of business and economics. But I definitely think we could have a better start if we gave our children those opportunities. One person at a time. Exactly. And that is the great way to end the show. Um, before we leave, I want you to tell my listeners, how can they find you? Where are you on social and the web? I am at Claudianne Hibbert, and I'm going to spell that for you across the board. It's C-L-A-U-D-I-E-N-N-E, Hibbert, H-I-B-B-E-R-T. And when you go to my Instagram there and you look at my bio, you will see my business page there. So I'm not, Hibbert Group is, is one of them, but you can find me across all social media handles at my first and last name. Awesome. I'll make sure to include that in the show notes. Guys, I hope you were inspired by this episode. Please listen to it once, twice, and share. And of course, until next time, keep building generational wealth. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Purpose of Money podcast. For more resources and information, check out my website, thepurposeofmoney.com. And while you're there, please sign up for our newsletter so you have the latest information on new episodes and blog posts. Until next time, keep creating freedom in your life today.